Good morning and welcome to The Hair Affair. This is your host, Christine, and welcome to Silas Sunday. But especially today, being Christmas Eve, I welcome you. And I hope that you are full of love and peace and joy today as we enter into our Christmas season. And on today's show, I will have a special guest with me, and that is going to be the one and only... David Iverson from Cowboy State Politics. Make sure that you've got your coffee cup, it's nice and full, and that you're ready to join me in the beauty lounge, and we'll get this show started. Welcome back to The Hair Fair, and with me right now in studio, I have David Iverson, who is my BF, of course. How are you doing, David? I'm great, honey. How are you tonight? I am great. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I love it when you're on here with me. It's a lot of fun. You sound like it's a lot of fun. It it is. Okay, thank you. It's kind of been a weird hustle and bustle sort of week. It seems like now it's just going to come to a crashing end after, what, a month's long worth of prep and getting things together? I wouldn't say it's a crashing end. I would say it's a crescendo. A crescendo. Yeah, the high okay. point. Okay. You know, we, we spend so much time getting ready for Christmas, and then Christmas Day comes, and it's it's the, the finale, the, the grand finale of all of it. Well, I kind of see it as like I'm skydiving. I actually had this conversation with somebody in the salon today before we went to your parents for our little Christmas Eve Eve celebration. I think of it as like, you know, you're you're on the plane about ready to jump and then you jump and it's like this massive rush of adrenaline until your parachute comes open and then you just kind of float down. And I feel like we're kind of in that float down situation right now. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's done. It's over. Regardless of how prepared or unprepared we felt, it happened, it's over, you just move on, and you kind of float on that adrenaline for a little bit, you know, even after you've landed on the ground, but then it goes away. Like, when does it go away? Well, Christmas Day, of course. Yeah? The spirit doesn't follow you into the new year? No, that's not what I meant. The way you put it is all of the work that goes into preparing for Christmas. You know, the, the baking, the buying presents, and arranging family plans and all of that. I don't really see that as being the Christmas spirit. You know, certainly Christmas is a time about giving. The gifts, the amount of gifts, the size of them, how expensive they are, none of that really matters. It's it's all about giving and not receiving and spending time with your families and loved ones and celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 100%. I agree. And I really enjoyed my time. I really enjoyed my time that we had tonight at your folks' house and being there with your brother-in-law and sister and some friends of the family and being the newbie, as your dad called me tonight. This was our first celebration together of Christmas. And I walked in not exactly knowing what to expect because every family has their traditions that they keep. And I don't want to stomp on how that works or what it looks like. And so it can be kind of anxious feeling at first, not knowing, but it kind of just all fell into place tonight. And even though your dad called me the newbie and made me open the first present and everybody was staring at me, which is really nerve wracking, by the way, I absolutely 
loved my present that I got from your parents because it was a personal gift. And I know that there was a lot of time put into it that didn't have to, but I, I think it's probably one of my all time favorite gifts to be completely honest. And it really kind of, it touches the heart and is bringing a tear to my eye right now when I talk about it. There was almost as much work keeping it from you as went into actually making it. There were so many times that that surprise almost got spoiled. The only reason for that is it would be out on a bench or on the table and we'd come walking into the house unexpectedly and my parents would say, oh crap, hold on, I got to do something. And, you know, but it all worked out and it was a lot of fun and we're all very happy that you could join us. The first of many. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I really enjoyed having the games as much as Christy, your sister, wanted to keep it just being games and food, but we kind of threw her a curveball a few weeks ago. And, but, you know, it was fun. It was fun to see some competitive nature come out in some people tonight. I loved it. And I just, I got right into it and I I had a blast with whatever you want to call that styrofoam wrap ball dice game. (laughs) Thoroughly frustrating is what you call that. But I loved it. It was so much fun. And then, of course, we had to play pig. Pig mania. Pig mania. Yes, that's fun. That's a great game. I have a hard time remembering the point values of everything. And so I just I just roll the pigs and let you guys figure out what's going on. And either you guys could cheat and I would have no clue about it. We would never. Well, my mom might. (laughs) She might. But yeah. So if the Iverson family and the Brink family are listening, thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your celebration and fun tonight. I truly appreciated it and felt loved and had a great time. The food was awesome. I got some sourdough bread and that was the best part. I won't even tell you how many pieces of that I ate. And of course we had ham and little taco bar and it was great. Yeah, it was it was a fantastic night for sure. For sure. Well, for tonight's episode or today's episode, I just wanted to keep it kind of short and sweet. And I have a story that David and I are going to read to you. And so sit back and enjoy while we uh, share the story with you. Once there was a father and a son who were very close and enjoyed adding valuable art pieces to their collection. Priceless works by Picasso, Van Gogh, Monet, and many others adorned the walls of the family estate. The widowed elderly man looked on with satisfaction as his only child became an experienced art collector. The son's trained eye and the sharp business mind caused the father to beam with pride as they dealt with art collectors around the world. As winter approached, war engulfed the nation and the young men left to serve the country. After only a few short weeks, his father received a telegram. His beloved son was missing in action. The art collector anxiously awaited more news, fearing he would never see his son again. Within days, his fears were confirmed. The young man had died while rushing a fellow soldier soldier to a medic. Distraught and lonely, the old man faced the upcoming Christmas holidays with anguish and sadness. The joy of the season, a season that he and his son had so looked forward to, would visit his house no longer. On Christmas morning, a knock on the door awakened the depressed old man. 
As he walked to the door, the masterpieces of art on the walls only reminded him that his son was not coming home. As he opened the door, he was greeted by a soldier with a large package in his hand. He introduced himself to the man by saying, I was a friend to your son. I was the one he was rescuing when he died. May I come in for a few moments? I have something to show you. As the two began to talk, the soldier told of how the man's son had told everyone of his, not to mention his father's, love of fine art. I'm an artist, said the soldier, and I want you to have this. As the old man unwrapped the package, the paper gave way to reveal a portrait of the man's son. Though the world would never have considered it a work of genius, the painting featured the young man's face in striking detail. Overcome with emotion, the man thanked the soldier, promising to hang the picture above the fireplace. A few hours later, after the soldier had departed, the old man set about his task. True to his word, the painting went above the fireplace, pushing aside thousands of dollars of paintings. And then the man sat in his chair and spent Christmas gazing at the gift that he had been given. During the days and weeks that followed, the man realized that even though his son was no longer with him, the boy's life would live on because of those he had touched. He would soon learn that his son had rescued dozens of wounded soldiers before a bullet stilled his caring heart. As the stories of the son's gallantry continued to reach him, fatherly pride and satisfaction began to ease the grief. The painting of his son soon became his most prized possession far eclipsing any interest in the pieces of which museums around the world clamored. He told his neighbors it was the greatest gift he had ever received. The following spring, the old man became ill and passed away. The art world was in anticipation, unmindful of the story of the man's only son, but his honor. Those paintings would be sold in an auction. According to the will of the old man, all of the artworks would be auctioned on Christmas Day the day he had received his greatest gifts. The day soon arrived and art collectors from around the world gathered to bid on some of the world's most spectacular paintings. Dreams would be fulfilled this day. Greatness would be achieved as many would claim, I have the greatest collection. The auction began with a painting that was not on anybody's museum list. It was the painting of the man's son. The auctioneer asked for an opening bid, but the room was silent. Who will open the bidding for $100, he asked. Minutes passed. No one spoke. From the back of the room came a, Who cares about that painting? It's just a picture of the man's son. Let's forget it and go on to the good stuff. More voices echoed in agreement. No, we have to sell this one first, replied the auctioneer. Now, who will take the son? Finally, a friend of the old man spoke. Will you take $10 for the painting? That's all I have. I knew the boy, so I'd like to have it. I have ten dollars. Will anyone go higher? called the auctioneer. After more silence, the auctioneer said, Going once, going twice, gone, and the gavel fell. Cheers filled the room, and someone exclaimed, Now we can get on with it, and we can bid on all of these treasures. The auctioneer looked at the audience and announced that the auction was over. Stunned disbelief quieted the room. Someone spoke up and asked, What do you mean it's over? We didn't come here for a picture of some old guy's son. What about all of these paintings? There are millions of dollars of art here. I demand that you explain what's going on here. The auctioneer calmly replied, 
Well, it's very simple. According to the will of the Father, whoever takes the Son gets it all. I hope that this story helps keep things in perspective for you. And just remember that it's not always about the things that we get, but it's about the family and the memories that we can keep and to hold on to those tightly. You can catch the show again at theheraffairwithchristine.com. And on there are all my social media websites and a place where you can book a hair appointment with me also. And thank you again, David, for joining me. I was a pleasure as always to have you on my show. And I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And we'll speak again before the new year. Until then, Merry Christmas and have a good night. Merry Christmas. Bye.